Mick, great to see you. Always Mentoring a pleasure Plus. to see you. Mentoring Plus. Give Mentoring us the scoop Plus. on this. Well, it is a nonprofit, and we're based in Newport in the back of a church. What we do is provide mentors for the highest at-risk teenagers in northern Kentucky, almost urban northern Kentucky, Newport, Bellevue, Dayton, Covington, but it's really the whole northern Kentucky area that we try to serve, 13 to 18-year-olds, which we kind of consider the lost group. There's a lot of mentoring programs around the country, big brothers, big sisters, et cetera, that do 8 to 13-year-olds at younger age, middle school age, if you will, but it seems the kids get to high school and they almost get dropped and left behind. You know, a lot of high schools would rather get them out and deal with them. These are kids that when I was on the bench as a family court judge, I did many cases a day where I had to remove children from their parents and place them elsewhere. If they had a relative, that would be good. But the problem is if there's no relatives, we have to commit them to the state, send them off to a residential facility or foster care. Foster care system can be wonderful with the right foster parents. Sure. But we're to the point where we have so many kids in need of foster care, and you know that here in Hamilton County, but same way in Kentucky, that it's it's a desperate situation. Kids really don't want to go to foster care. It's their biggest fear. It's like a life sentence Can't for an adult. Them. Right. So this is an alternative. Keep them in the community. They might not be in the best home. At least they're not with their abusive parents or their drug-addicted parents. We remove them from that environment, find the best place we can in court. So when I retired, the people involved in the juvenile system contacted me and asked me if I would serve on their board of this program. We provide a mentor for these high-risk kids, and they come to our program at least once, if not two or three times a week, that's designed to come once a week. They might have a Monday night or a Thursday night. They're supposed to be there. But because it's their alternative family and they're happy there and they're loved there, they tend to come back and hang out on the nights they don't even need to be there. But the program is simple. You come at 5.30 or so. As a group, you meet in the kitchen. We have a kitchen and a dining room in the basement of the church. They come and have a meal, and they say a prayer. Now, we're not a faith-based organization, but the simple issue of spirituality does enter the program. And these are things they might not get at home, saying a prayer and getting a warm meal prepared for them by volunteers, of course. So they get a meal served in the kitchen. They go into the dining room, and they sit down with their life coach. That'd be their mentor. We call them life coaches. Mm -hmm. And you see this conversation going on. It's really interesting to watch. It's heartwarming. But the kids don't want all the talking. To be a mentor, all you need is two ears. You just sit there and listen and nod your head and let the kid open up, something they're not allowed to do at home. Most of these kids, especially with an alcoholic parent, they don't mm -hmm. want to hear from their kids. They tell them to shut, shut up. Shut up, go to you your know? room. That's right. Mm -hmm. But anyway, this is a wonderful organization. The kids feel loved there. They have somebody they can depend on. That's the issue that's needed in kids. And I think if you talk to professionals in this field, you'll find this country, all the problems that we have with young kids is all centered around this lack of love and this lack of somebody to turn to, somebody to depend on, a reliable adult. Kenny Shields is one of our advisory board members, Coach Shields. Bingo. Yeah, big guy. Dick Maley, who's got his kids all over in sports. He was an All-American at Covington Catholic High School at LSU back in the 50s. But these are guys that are on our advisory board. Mary Bunning, Jim Bunning's wife, is a marvelous woman. She's on our advisory board. So it's this type of organization. I got drafted when I retired. I actually retired in 09, but I worked another six years as a senior judge. But in 09, I got recruited and, of course, I couldn't turn it down. I knew I wanted to do something like this in retirement. I didn't know what, and it just this was exactly what I anticipated being involved in. So I've been involved in it now for 10 years. As a board member? As, as a member? board member, and I've been board chair about yeah. every other year. Mm -hmm. Our other chair was uh, the CEO of North Key, which is psychological services. 
and of course counseled a lot of kids. And the guy that started it was a program director at a juvenile detention facility in Crittenden, which housed the most seriously charged juveniles in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. So uh, the people that started it had a lot of experience in this field of dealing with troubled children. So hopefully we're saving a few. Who's responsible for founding? Who was behind it in the beginning? Kevin Kennedy was the program director at Crittenden, as I said. He did 30 years with the Department of Juvenile Justice in Kentucky. He started out at Children's Psychiatric Hospital, which was in Fort Wright at the time. The CEO of Children's Psych is the same guy that became CEO of North Key and was one of the first ones to be on the board. I might have been second or third. I mean, he recruited some people in the field, which was nice. We're aging out, though. We're looking for good board members. If anybody's out there listening, you're welcome to apply. There yeah. is a background check, but we, anyway. Youthful uh, board members. <laughs> yeah, somebody younger than me. I got it. Thank God I got a, a fellow that's vice chair, and he's about 30. Mm. And he's a good, hardworking man. I love him because he can, he's given me the relief I need here. And you have a benefit coming. Well, up. we have three. We have a banquet at the syndicate in the spring where we present a Seeds of Hope Award. And we've had some worthy recipients of that, people who plant seeds of hope in the community for young people. So that's our biggest fundraiser. The golf outing has been our second largest fundraiser. And then finally, this year, we've come up with something that I think I've got some experience at, and that's a music festival. Little music. It looks like a marathon to me. Well, once we got started, it kept rolling. I kept thinking, who have I left out? And there's plenty of bands I've left out. Oh, man. So this is all coming together this Saturday, Mentoring Plus Music Festival. And man, it looks delightful. Run us down uh, some of uh, the folks you've recruited for this. Well, as you can see, Brian, you probably realize there's a whole lot of my old friends here, Mm -hmm. which is how you do this thing. When you're asking somebody to do something for free, you have to go to your friends. And of course, all these musicians are performing they're giving us their time and talent as a donation to this cause, which I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I am going to have them served a nice meal, though. I got a great caterer that's donating a meal for the band room. All right. And so they'll get a, a nice catered dinner, and we're only asking them to play 45 minutes. So that's the deal. And we have uh, the main stage. I hate to use this term, but I've been affectionately referring to it as geezer rock. Because <laughs> if you look on there, everybody on that stage is over 60. Uh-huh. And by the way, this all takes place uh, this coming Saturday at Southgate House Revival. On 6th Street in Newport. The old Southgate House was on 3rd, but this is uh, Morella that runs this mm-hmm. one. She's been running it for years. She worked at Riverbend. She knows what she's doing. And she's providing the location with three stages, of course. Kicking things off? Kicking things off is Ben Walls, who's quite popular these days. I watch him sing at the uh, stadium at the Reds games on the, in the seventh inning stretch. He's a solo act. Got a couple CDs of original music, and he's from Bellevue, Kentucky. His brother, Jake Walls, his older brother, who I play with occasionally with he and Betsy Lippett, Jake Walls is also playing at 7 o'clock on the acoustic stage. The main stage is opened by Ben Walls, and then a band that I play in now, the Webster DeVoto Band, two guys, Gary DeVoto and Dave Webster, who have a CD out. And when they put that CD out, I was writing a music column, and I wrote about how wonderful it was because it's a great CD. Mm-hmm. And I told them they really need to get out and play this. But, well, we need a band. I said, well, we'll put a band together, which is what we've done. And so we'll play at 530. We play about every third month. We play about four or five times a Mm -hmm. year. Uh, Then, as you can see, my long-lost great friend and magnificent slide guitarist, Jeffrey Seaman, from Wheels Mm -hmm. in the 70s. And since then, he's moved to Nashville. And since he's slowed down his other job, he's decided to record. And he's got a couple of albums out now on acoustic 12-string slide guitar. And they're magnificent, I might add. 
they're not popular music. They're not going to be on the radio unless you get to a jazz station. But it's great stuff. Real quality stuff. Quality oh, stuff. Right. I'm sure you're As familiar. you would expect. Yeah, so Jeffrey's coming back, so I hope I any Wheels fans... I just was able to fans... catch up with him a little while ago at Ludlow, the yeah. Ludlow Garage reunion. Yes, he came back to the Ludlow mm-hmm. Garage reunion. And, of course, he started out with Ludlow Garage Ludlow as Garage. a roadie. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, he's a teenager. Yeah. And he, he witnessed Dwayne Allman live yeah. and in person, and I believe there was a epiphany. There was a game changer there. Yeah, game changer. He just uh-huh. absorbed it and became him. And, yeah. you know, we played with the Allman Brothers a few yep. times. And uh, I think, well, Greg Allman, we had a conversation. We basically got fired because Jeffrey was too good and too much like Dwayne, <laughs> and he wasn't in the Allman Brothers. And Greg said, this isn't going to work. got to go. You guys got to go. go. Yeah. So uh, after Jeff Seaman is G. Miles and the Hitmen, a popular band over in northern Kentucky, and their leader, Greg Mebs, is a juvenile therapist. I would call him a psychologist, but I don't think he has that degree, but he is a mental health professional, and he's got the Hitmen, and they do a lot of charity work. They did a show Saturday for cancer. But anyway, they have a great band, and then the NKU Jazz Ensemble, their conductor, Brian Hogg, you'll see throughout the show, but he's got a 20-piece big band. 20 horns, horns, and he's going to play with G. Miles and the Hitman. They do R&B, mm-hmm. so you'll hear rhythm and blues with 20 horns. It'll fit nicely. It'll be magnificent. Mm-hmm. So, And then following them is the band the I started. I the, didn't old start. Lime. the old lime. <laughs> the old lime. The name, ladies and gentlemen, is the new lime. We were started in 1965 on Fraternity Records. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. The rest of the band was older, which leads to other stories we won't tell on the radio. Mm-hmm. But the new line started in 65. We ended up getting back together in 07 for a 40th class reunion. Some guys from my neighborhood say, we're having our 40th reunion. Do you still have the new line? Well, we didn't, but two of us were in another band. We said, why don't we just call it the new line? And reunited the new line for a 40th class reunion in 07. And we played a 50th class reunion last year, class of 69, and finally decided, well, I think we've done this enough. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put it to bed, but this will be our last performance Swan song? ever. So one song for the new Lime Saturday night. And then I will guess I'll call him our headliner, so to speak, mm-hmm. our dear I think friend that fits. Mike Reed, Grammy yeah. winning songwriter. Yes. More than one Grammy mm-hmm. and more than one number one hit. Well, one of them was Song of the Year Grammy. Song of Bonnie, the Year Bonnie's, in terms of Bonnie Raitt's yep, yep. I Can't Make You Love Me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be one of the most beautiful songs ever yeah, written. Hands down. And there's he has more than one of those. I mm-hmm. listen to his album and I almost get teary-eyed. Yeah, These yeah. songs, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. He's a deep, deep person. And he writes just marvelous music. Well, it's awful kind of him to... Come on up from Nashville. Unbelievable. That's the kind of guy he was. Yep. Or is. What yes. am I saying? Was. <laughs> it'll be a thrill to see him. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that'll be wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. What do we have uh, for the uh, the acoustic stage? It looks like yeah, a well, Carter Let's don't leave out the oh, leftovers. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we closed the show purposely with the leftovers. And, and that, there's a story. That's how this all really got started. There's a band in northern Kentucky called the Leftovers. And they are the most popular party band. You know, And they're hip to social media, which I am not. So when they do a show, they'll draw three or four hundred people. And I've I noticed that they did a fundraiser for another social service agency. And I know the young man; he's in his fifties, but relatively speaking, he's <laughs> young. You know, so I met with him on the subject of a donation. He's a president of a corporation that I thought could 
help us out with a donation. He said, anyway, we decided we have a better idea. I said, well, you got a band. I got a band. Why don't we just do a fundraiser with our two bands? In my mind, I thought two bands will rent a hall and, and raise some money. Well, then he looked at me and says, well, you know all these other musicians. Let's do a music festival. I thought, well, okay, that could possibly work. Yeah. So he said, let's go down and talk to Southgate House. So we talked to Morella, and she was in. And so anyway, took off. And just ironically, Mike Reed and I were talking that week about something else. He had come up the year before, last summer, to play in our town, Fort Thomas, at the induction ceremony for the Northern Kentucky Music Hall of Fame, which I've been inducted in a couple times. Pure Prairie League guys are inducted. Rosemary Clooney's been inducted. I mean, it's a nice list to be part of. And Danny Morgan was inducted last year, so he came up from Florida. Now, if you'll recall, when Mike Reed left the NFL, he joined our band, the Apple Apple Butter Butter Band, Band. which was me and Danny Morgan and Danny's wife. We played as a trio, but when we toured with the Beach Wars, we added a musician in 74, Mike was playing football. So at the end of 74, Mike decided to quit football and play music, and he joined our band. We went to Colorado and played out there for six months. It was a wonderful time. So Mike, being the man that he is, he came up to play Danny Morgan's induction Induction. ceremony to the Hall of Fame. And within a month after that, Danny's sending us pictures. You know, there's a lot of photos taken, and we're sharing it on social media, and, and, you know, pictures of Mike and I and Danny. They were lovely pictures. We're texting back and forth. And uh, anyway, I brought up the subject, hey, Mike, you know, we're going to do a fundraiser. Would you consider coming up and playing? Surprisingly, he said, well, sure, I'll do that. I figured he'd be too busy, right? But anyway, he agreed to do it. And uh, so that's what started the Mike Reed part of it. Then I said, well, I'll talk to Jeffrey if he's coming up from Nashville. Well, Jeffrey and I were talking about other things, too. So, so Jeffrey Seaman decided to do it. So I got two coming up from Nashville. And the rest, as you can see, are all local friends. Elaine Deal of Elaine and the Biscaynes. Oh, of also of WVXU. Her and band, the Bromwell too. Deal Band. Well, they'll be there in the acoustic room. Uh-huh. So I, I guess I'll call them the acoustic headliners which also includes Carter New, a local young man who went to high school with my daughter. So there's some age separation here. Raison d'Etre, which is a beautiful acoustic trio, mm-hmm. folk trio, I'll call them, three women. Like they've I been said, around for a long, long time. Yeah, they have been. Perfecting, very experienced. Perfecting so there's a, this their is, craft. This is a very experienced acoustic stage. you mm-hmm. got uh, Jake Walls, like I said, Ben's older brother, Cliff Adams. When we were recording the Wheels album... We would drop into Flanagan's afterwards for a couple of cocktails, celebrate whatever we recorded that day. And the house performer was Cliff Adams on the piano. And he's a member of Suits at Rock, mm-hmm. so and I'm part of that. So I have a lot of Suits at Rock veterans here, including Cliff Adams. And the diversions after that, that's also Mills Rouse and Tim Ryan, two veterans of Suits at Rock. So the acoustic stage in the back of the hall of uh, Southgate House. Southgate House, thank you. And uh, upstairs is called the youthful stage. It opens with a high school kid named Ethan Myers. I think he just graduated. Oh, he's going to CCM. And then the, the NKU Jazz Ensemble will be upstairs, guitar quartet at five and a jazz combo at six. That's when we're serving dinner for the musicians. So the NKU guys either have to alternate when they eat. So that'll be upstairs. At 7 o'clock, there's a young band, Trauma, Illinois. I well, love that name. They, well, they just played at a festival in Fort Mitchell called Cripple Creek. And they got a record deal. I don't know the label, but I've heard their tracks, and it's unbelievable. They're 18 years old, Brian. And uh, one of the fathers is a lawyer friend of mine. says, you need to hear my kid. He's been saying this for 10 years. Well, the kid yeah, was yeah, six. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, yeah, I don't need to hear a six-year-old. <laughs> So he's now he's 16, 17, 18 years old, and he says, let me send you a track. So I listened to it. I went, well, well, these guys are good. And then he sent me a video, and they really are good. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, it's just a trio, a power trio called Trauma, Illinois. And after them, upstairs, Electric Indigos, and they just recently graduated from NKU. So upstairs is college and high school. Hey, you got to carry your equipment up a flight of steps. So that's the deal. The young guys go upstairs. (laughs) And we're going to finish with a band called The Judges, which I find to be ironic, since that was my former job. You're looking at me like... Are you one of them? (laughs) No, I am not one of them. Although the new line occasionally... Honestly, I've not heard this band. Probably that's the only act on here I've never heard. My partner in this is the leader of The Leftovers. He retained the younger acts. I'll take care of the old men and ladies. Anyway... This is all starting at, uh, actually, uh, Back Bar Acoustic Stage and the Upstairs Lounge get going at 4. It looks like the main stage starts a little later, 4.30. 4.30, We'd let it get started up. And it's all happening uh, this coming Saturday. gets underway at 4 o'clock. It goes till probably close to midnight, 1 o'clock one, or so. 1 in the morning. At the Southgate House Revival. Mentoring Plus, it's a benefit for Mentoring Plus. And I've uh, been chatting with uh, Mickey Folger. Mickey is on the the board there of Mentoring Plus. That sounds like a just a spectacular organization. Well, Tip it, our it caps should. to you and, and everybody involved with that. Thank you. Thank and you. thanks for uh, filling us in on this. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, let's hope we get some folks there to have some fun and support a wonderful organization, a worthy cause, as you would say. This coming Saturday at Southgate House Revival. And for Around Cincinnati, I'm Brian O'Donnell. Turn down the lights. Turn down the Turn down these voices inside my head. Lay down with me. Tell me no lies. Just hold me close. Don't patronize. Don't patronize me. I can't make you love me if you don't. You can't make your heart feel something it won't. Here in the dark, these final hours, I will lay down my heart and I'll Cause I can't make you love me if you 
If you don't